welcome to Swipe Right for Love, the podcast about millennial love and dating, the highs and the lows. I'm India. I'm Imogen. And I'm Patrick. Hi. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. First one. Yeah. Definitely planned um, all along to release on Valentine's Day, the most uh, love lawn day of the year. Absolutely. Not because we've been putting this off for ages. <laughs> It is. So let's uh, introduce ourselves first of all. India, who are you? Who's um, the real you? <laughs> Who's the real me? It's like dating profiles, um, but for my, podcasts. My <laughs> name's India and I'm a dating Oleg. Um, no, I am 25. I'm a journalist. I've been living in London for three years. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm back on Tinder, guys. Actually. Oh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, but brave. Uh, I'm Imogen. I'm 26. Um, nearly 27. I have been off dating apps now for six months, but I've been single for like a year and a half. Um, and I'm just fully depressed by the whole dating scene, but we'll get on to that. Um, I'm also a journalist. I write about food, but dating is my passion. <laughs> I'm Patrick. Uh, I am a uh, freelance photographer and filmmaker, so I'm unemployed. Um, but uh, I am doing all the audio stuff and offering the occasional opinion on this show. The male, show. The male perspective. <laughs> He's our token, token boy. boy. Token boy. <laughs> so that we can get the, the other side and it's token not just... Token boy and person who owns a microphone. I mean, that's the main actually. Well, you're Patrick. <laughs> no, of course not. No, Patrick is also uh, single. Yes, ladies. So. Um, it's I'm I'm in the I'm in the same boat as as Imogen here. I've I've given up dating in 2018. Well, dating apps anyway. Yeah. So obviously that gives puts me in a prime position to talk about current dating yeah. trends. Yeah, really helpful, guys. Thank you so much. I was really thrilled when you all texted me on the first of January to be like, I'm off dating apps. Um, We've left India to test. The waters just there. shows how shockingly bad things <laughs> have mean, got towards I'm, the end we've of been 2017. Working, exactly. We've been working on this podcast for like six months. And uh, at the start, we were all on dating apps. And yeah, no, it's taken a few months. And we're all, the two of us are off them. Yeah. In this podcast, Swipe Right for Love, what are we aiming to talk about, guys? Well, just all aspects of love and dating, etiquette, uh, what it's like to go on dating apps, horrible dates, awful dating stories. Yeah, the complete lack of etiquette that surrounds kind of dating in a big city uh, and uh, being young and no one having any idea what they're doing, Pretty basically. Pretty much, yeah. Just sort of, and, you know, maybe sometimes offering some advice from people who don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's our very confusing and... And, and, and cynical. And, yeah, and slightly broad mission statement. We should say, we are going to include some good dating stories as well. At the end of every episode, we're going to end on a high point to remind ourselves that love is real, people. Love is real. <laughs> I mean, like, I'd describe myself as a cynical, hopeless romantic. Yes, like, there's, a, there's a lot of seesawing between the two <laughs> that goes on. I would describe myself as a 500 Days of Summer super fan who's just <laughs> never quite gotten over watching that movie. Like... <laughs> Just oh looking God. for your manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this is the most romantic time of the year, can't you tell? Yeah, well, we thought we'd start with Valentine's Day because it was conveniently placed to when we were planning to launch yes. and is somehow one of the biggest dating milestones of the year. So it still is, isn't it? Yeah, warrants a discussion. It does. I mean, I, I'm, I work in sort of lifestyle and I have received maybe 300 press releases and we're recording on the last day of January, so, you know, it's not even February yet. 
and it's just been is the the hype around Valentine's Day has just become so big, hasn't it? Um, but I I kind of like Valentine's yeah. Day. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a bit controversial. Like I know it's very trendy to hate it and be like, oh, it's so commercial. It's like guys, it is commercial. It was set up by like a card company, wasn't it? There can be no ethical Valentine's Day under <laughs> capitalism. Yeah, it's commercial and it's awful. And I do not go out to eat on Valentine's Day for the love of God. I mean, the prices are awful. And it's full of horrible couples. But, you know, <laughs> but... All those horrible people all those in love. horrible people in love. I'm so bitter. Um, but, you know, I've had some really lovely Valentine's Day. And it's, ultimately, I just think it's nice to celebrate love for a day. We don't do it enough in our culture, especially in this horrible, bitter time that we live in where everything is doom and gloom. Just like that last point you made about we don't celebrate love enough I think that's what I like about it because like you cannot buy the card you cannot buy the like ridiculous teddy bear but like a day where you get reminded to tell people that you love them even if it's not like romantic love even if it's like a partner or your family or your dog or (laughs) (laughs) the man you buy a bottle of wine from at the corner shop it's important and yeah I mean I'm not gonna get into like American levels of gratitude and, and blessings, but God no. I, I have really mixed feelings about Valentine's Day. I think there's something fundamentally good about having a day where we do celebrate nothing but our romantic love for another person because it's an important part of the human experience, but like it's not got its own day other than your anniversary. And it makes it easy. It's like Christmas. Christmas is easy to do family time because you have the list of things, you have the tree, you have the decorations. I think Valentine's Day is good as well because it's like, you've got the hearts, you've got the chocolates. It makes it easier to be romantic for a day and mm-hmm. it shows that you're thinking. Yeah. I do have problems with it though. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go ahead and say my main problem. My main problem is the French bistro I love to go to for Valentine's <laughs> Day it's does so not serve the proper menu. It only serves you a set menu and I'm like, well then, I'm just going to go the next day by myself then. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> the most specific issue with Valentine's Day, I think. I think it speaks... Hard-hitting <laughs> issues. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in a very real sense, I get bothered by like what other people... Like, it's not a problem with it being commercial. It's a problem with some of the ways people commercialise it. It's yeah. like You're restaurants become twice as expensive and like yeah. suddenly prices jump. And, yeah. and I just, I just, I just think well then that makes me want to be a cynic about it well exactly i mean you can't put a price on love so and there shouldn't be um but the other thing i the other issue i have with it is that if you're justifiably cynical about valentine's day there's a kind of pressure to do something if you're in a couple especially and you kind of if you don't do it you're kind of a bit of a jerk unless you both agree that valentine's day sucks and you genuinely both mean it I feel yeah, like you're not just saying it sucks and then you're actually like a bit hurt yeah like pull something out of the bag which exactly because I've kind of I've heard of so many people that I know who have said oh yeah I hate Valentine's Day and then have been disappointed when their partner obviously understandably doesn't do anything for Valentine's Day it's like well yeah because <laughs> you discussed it but there's that there is that pressure of if you don't do anything you kind of you don't believe in love. And that kind of reverse pressure I was as like rebounded with the whole idea of the Galentines or the Palantines yeah. where you don't necessarily have something romantic, but you're going to spend some time with your friends, which I think I did last year. And I mean, hopefully she's not listening to this. I still love you. But my <laughs> very good friend and I did a whole like 
Galentine's meal where we cook for each other and there was candles uh-huh. and everything. Okay. Um, she's since acquired a boyfriend and I think <laughs> they're going to be spending Valentine's Day together this year. Yeah. And she texted me earlier, asking me to the theatre the day before as an early Valentine's treat. But, you know, it's not the same. Oh. He's now got that day and... and I don't have anyone, so no, that's so tragic. <laughs> I know we can spend it together. In oh my god, can we actually? <laughs> um, so I think this started off as something being cynical about Valentine's Day, and now you two are hanging out for Valentine's Day. Oh, <laughs> I actually have a Valentine's Day. Oh I'm so god. sorry. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. You've got your person. You've got your Valentine. <laughs> but I think that speaks to something else. In that, like, I think the existence of a Valentine's Day. I think it's a representative of a lot of things, but also I think a big part of it is that the pressure is so overwhelming at that time of year that when you are single, you still desperately want someone in your life to say, I care, I care. Absolutely, because I mean, I have spent many Valentine's days alone and it is super depressing because all you want to do is distract yourself from the fact that you know that everyone in love is having fun without you. And you're just there at the gym, spinning on your bike, alone and then you go home to your ready meal for one because you bought yourself the MS meal deal for two and you ate it all by yourself and then you cried as you watched Bridget Jones I mean this hasn't happened I mean <laughs> like practical situation you know when you you know when you start a bit and then it becomes way too revealing I feel like, like this is really therapy like we're just being like everyone wants to be loved you deserve love everyone deserves love so do we want to talk about the best and worst Valentine's days we've Never had. Okay. Well, let's start off with a round of bad. Yeah. We have to start off with bad, don't we? I mean, that's, that's how you take news, isn't it? We'll give you the bad news first. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's do that I for mean, our viewers. I know India has the worst story of us because we've discussed this before. Yeah. yeah okay. So alert. should we, should we leave it until last? We can leave it until last. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Patrick, you go first. What's your worst Well, no, let's today? start with on a scale of one to 10, how bad do you think your bad story is? I see. I don't think mine's that bad. Okay. You start then. Okay. I mean, I've just had mediocre Valentine's days. Many of... I mean, when I was in a relationship, they were lovely. It's my single ones that haven't been great for obvious reasons. I think the worst, though, was when I was dating someone. And it was in... It's about two months in. Which is always awkward when you get to Valentine's Day. Because it's like, oh, we haven't even mm-hmm. discussed if we're official yet. And we're just dating. And it was February the 1st. Then it was February the 5th. Then it was February the 12th. And no mention was made of Valentine's Day. And then my mum and dad asked me to the football at Fulham, Craven Cottage. It was such versus Fulham. Great match. I can't remember it. Was it? No, I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just spent the day checking my phone to see if he texted me about Valentine's Day, if he might come through with plans for that evening. Spoiler alert, he didn't. And um, that was possibly the most depressing Valentine's Day I've ever had. Yeah, that was but a- just in a sort of sad, mediocre way. Yeah, it sounds like you're playing a kind of game of Valentine's chicken. Yeah, well, but it's a weird situation, right? Because it is a bit like, oh, pressure, express your love, even though you haven't talked about your relationship yet. What's your worst one, Patrick? I have a few, but <laughs> the one that springs to mind as the, the saddest was I, I had been the most sad. You guys do both Saddest English, is right? fine. Saddest, saddest works. Okay, so I, I, I was in my second year of uni, and my first year at uni was, was not easy. I, I suffered from depression, I didn't make many friends. But my second year, I, I, I made an effort to get out there, I made this bunch of really cool new friends, got to Valentine's Day, and you know, the nice thing about this group of friends was that, you know, it was kind of like meeting these really mature people who were all in relationships. And so, 
Um, so I'm, and, you know, I met like all these girls and guys at the same time who were in these really steady relationships. It was one of the great things about knowing them is, is, is it was so comfortable because there was none of that like pubescent like confusion of yeah. a, you know you know like I don't know hooking up with friends and stuff like that. But it did suck for Valentine's Day because they all went for like a quadruple dinner date, and I was just and but that but then I was hanging out with them before the date, so they were all like. Uh, so they, they all said, right, we're going out to this big Valentine's date we're having. I was like, okay, I'll go home. And they were like, no, 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 you can stay here. And that was my mistake. You don't stay there <laughs> because then they will come back from the date mm-hmm. and they're all so happy about the date. And you're just there going, well, I sat in a room for three hours and rewatched season two of Community. But like, it's good to hear you guys are in love. <laughs> oh, um, God. So cut to <laughs> five years later and I'm in a relationship. Yes. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to that restaurant with my girlfriend and I'm going to like, you know, complete my yeah. arc. Big argument in the restaurant, guys. No! Big argument in the restaurant. Lots of tears. Menu? Pardon? Was it about the set menu? It was definitely about the set menu. <laughs> this is actually part of why I have a problem with set menus is, is she didn't like what was on the set menu and it caused a huge argument. We both got really upset and I was like, oh if you've just I given us a fucking menu. I was menu, trying to do a callback. I no, didn't no, no, no. Real callback. Real, real trauma there. Real give me, give me, the, give me the normal menu and maybe I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be alone. No, that is not the reason I'm single. <laughs> but it was the reason that Valentine's Day was like really ruined. Damn. So like. You, yeah, I can understand why you hate set menus now. This nah. one makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, and India has the worst. Yeah, yeah, I do. And actually, I feel like there was a similar restaurant-based catalyst. But essentially, the long and the short of it is I got dumped on Valentine's Day. It's pretty bad, isn't it? And that yeah, is like it's bad. really terrible. And it wasn't like a, a an early relationship. I think we've been together for a good, like, two years at oh, this point. Um, no. And also, I, I didn't really see it coming. And also... This sounds very arrogant, but I had never been broken up with before. Oh. It had always been uh, a mutual breakup, yeah. which is basically like them treating oh, I'm you telling like. You, man, you're missing out. <laughs> well, no, no, it was it was truly, truly awful, um, and it, it was protracted as well. It, it took about two days. Um, it's one of those experiences where I, I look back and I just kind of want to shake myself. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it had all started. A, with the restaurant, um, I think, you know, I'd been like, I, I don't care about, like, making a big deal, but I would like to go out for a meal the day before Valentine's Day, which I think was a Saturday. Um, we were doing it vaguely long distance. Um, he wasn't based permanently in London, um, although he had got a place there, which was a, a source of tension, because I didn't mm. want to move into it. Um, yeah. And uh, so that was really my one thing. I was like, well, you know, can we go out for a meal and he was very particular about food so I was like just just pick a place um and and let me know and he was kind of refusing to tell me where it was and I was like well just tell me because I I want to like know what sort of outfit to wear this was on a Saturday morning um and it all kind of came out that actually he just wanted to go back to this restaurant that we've been to a couple of times before and that would have been super romantic um, you know, kind of our restaurant sort of thing. Mm. If I hadn't, um, it'd been around the corner from my old flat and I'd moved out of there under like particularly traumatic circumstances. Oh, so the last God. thing I wanted to do was to go across the river and like lurk around the corner from this flat. And I was just kind of upset that he hadn't thought about this. 
And when I mentioned this, he was like, oh, but I really like the way they do this particular kind of steak there. And then I was like, you just wanted to go back to the restaurant. This is like terribly boring, but it's one of those things where yeah. everything just cascades because I was feeling that he didn't care and he yeah, hadn't thought sure, about exactly. it, which is exactly what you were saying earlier, Patrick. It's about having to think about it and that pressure of like having to to think about it and to prove that you've you've put the thought and care into it is just such a hot button issue. I think especially for me. And then it all, you know, he suddenly kind of turned around and was just like, well, you're applying for jobs abroad. And it just... Oh God, it exploded. Three hours of sobbing in my bedroom later. And he turns around and he's like, thing is, I just want children. And I can't ask you to move back to Yorkshire and have kids with me. And I was like, no, you can't. Bear in mind Jesus. also, this guy was about eight years older than me and already had a child from a previous marriage. Well, you, okay, <laughs> David Attenborough would not approve, yeah, which I think I'm pretty sure I like said at one point, but I was just so, I was so, at this point, at this point, I like lost all grip of exactly. like the sensible thing. The sensible thing would have been to tell him to get the fuck out of my house yeah. and never darken my door again. However, I, I just, the logic just was you know destroying me that i was going to be dumped for the hypothetical woman and hypothetical children i mean i never did find out and there's a story afterwards which makes me suspect that actually he was cheating and he might have had someone lined up but um yeah the fact that there was you know it wasn't like one thing or the other he would break up with a real and present relationship for some imagined future And at this point, I was so, so hungry. And I get really, like, low and hangry. And I just was kind of like, we need to go eat. Like, we've literally been, like, locked in this room, like, arguing all day. Oh, God. So we went out to Nando's. Oh, Christ. On Valentine's Day. Funnily enough, that's the one I had my first Valentine's Day at when I was 15. And even then, it seemed bad, like a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And so I'm in a Nando's, and it's the one in Vauxhall, like, under the arches. It's, like, a really cute Nando's, but... And I'm there, you know sobbing into my peri peri fries oh, and i mean i'm a real public crier i i you know at this point i'm beginning to lose shame in, in crying in public but they were the kind of tears where you like you literally can't stop and he was like a very emotionally constipated yorkshireman so it was becoming increasingly horrified <laughs> by my tears um and then yeah then he left and then i went to the tesco express by the tube station and I took advantage of all the Valentine's deals and bought myself a bottle of wine and a lot of chocolate. And went and got very drunk on my own. Um, so yeah, like really, truly, terribly awful. Yeah, it's not the best, is um, it? He did actually come calling back a month later, but yeah, but that is a story for another they time because the second <laughs> dumping was potentially even oh, worse. Oh God, there was a second dumping. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. After his best friend's wedding, but again, another God. time. Um, that's, I was, when we do weddings, we'll do We that, can do so. the wedding. We'll, we'll, that. we'll, we'll put we'll, that in the wedding we'll, one. We'll, we'll do a proper callback. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, tune in next time. Um, it was like, it was awful. And I just, I feel really sad actually for like previous me. Yeah, just um, want to go and hug previous know, India and just be and like, tell girl, to, tell him to fuck off. I know. I just, yeah. Like honestly, one of those like the world is ending moments. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, and that is when I, kind of decided I wanted to be single for two years until I was 26 which is 
fast approaching. Um, but you know, I, I don't hold anything against the day. I just hold it against him. Well, yeah, he sounds like an absolute ass. But, <laughs> you know, that is Valentine's a... Day is a curse. Okay. <laughs> We've got to lighten the mood because that is a horrendous story. Poor yeah. India. Okay. Um, but we have to reminisce about good Valentine's days. Best ones. I can go straight in with my best Come one, on, then. go on. Um, so my school used to do this kind of charity event. Kind of, if you imagine the Mean Girls candy canes situation where people get candy canes at Christmas. Yeah. We did a Valentine's one where oh. you would pay to buy these little love hearts and post them in um, a, like a box in the library and then they get attached to an item that year. So sometimes it was lollipops, sometimes it was bubbles, sometimes it was friendship bracelets. This year was roses, like these Aww. lovely little paper roses. That's so <clears> cute. And uh, this would have been my maybe my penultimate year at school so I was in the lower sixth and our history coursework deadline was coming up I had a raging crush on my history teacher Mm. and um I decided to use my valentine's day card (laughs) to him to request for an extension (laughs) for (laughs) our year for our coursework <clears throat> which was hilarious and actually that's hilarious that's so great we also we got that extension nice. and then <laughs> my friend who is now one of my like best friends but we had a like, scorching school rivalry uh definitely got really angry that i'd been using my feminine wiles to <laughs> seduce the teacher into giving us like <laughs> a course like extension it caused a massive drama but yeah that was probably my most successful valentine's that's day great. uh seduction attempt yeah um, nice <clears throat> i did that's not well. sleep with that teacher he was very uh you know gracious about the whole thing <laughs> um shall we talk about mine mine's really tween boring yeah go for but, it you know it's just mine is like the first valentine's day i had with my first ever boyfriend um which is the one that sticks out like we had re- we had nice valentine's day we always did something um even if it was just an MS meal deal for two on a tuesday night or whatever but the first one really sticks out because it's when we're still students we were 18 and we went babies. to, I know, babies. We spent the whole day together. We went for, I think we had a nice breakfast, had a nice lunch. We were like, it was in the honeymoon phase and we'd only just started like having sex. So we were at it like rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the hormones were raging. And um, then we went out for a really lovely dinner at this amazing little restaurant in Exeter. I think it's closed down now, but it was owned by, um, what's she called? Um, oh, the singer that, Joe Moss or someone like that. Oh, some singer's mum anyway owned this lovely little restaurant and bar in Exeter. And it was all like dimly lit and romantic. We had nice cocktails and then we listened to live jazz. Oh, it was lovely. And then, yeah, we had a little walk home in the moonlight. It was just lovely. Just a really nice Valentine's Day. Really what? disgusting and twee. <clears throat> what, what was on the menu? I honestly can't remember the first video. <laughs> was it was it, many a year ago. Was it a set menu? I think it was a set menu, Patrick. Ooh. There's always a set menu on Valentine's Day. I know it's Valentine's Day. Jazz. <laughs> 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 I just remember the live jazz. I don't even like jazz. How about you, Patrick? What was your nicest Valentine's Day? I have no good Valentine's what? Day What? You must do. I actually just... don't. So, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's a menu, it's I know. It's a no. It's it's not just the fact that every time I go, it's a set menu. It's not just that. So I I went on my first Valentine's Day as as I said earlier when I was about fifteen. But I somehow managed to avoid being in a relationship around Valentine's Day. Or there was one time I was in a relationship, but her mother couldn't know about me, 
and her mother wanted to go shopping on Valentine's Day for <laughs> kind of a Galentine's Day thing. Right. So like, it was like, no, we, we can't hang out because you're a secret. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's fun. But um, other than that, I've managed to avoid, I managed to avoid being in uh, a relationship on Valentine's Day somehow every year until I was like 21. Despite, you know, being in relationship that time, it just never seemed to happen in the winter. Maybe I'm like a cold person and people are looking for like warmth and spirit it's cuffing at that time season of, yeah. you're meant to be yeah, yeah it's like the opposite of cuffing season you're like a summer cuff I don't know. Yeah. 500 days of summer we're, there we we're go, there seeing we go. it all come out now all the patterns um <laughs> getting to know me too well but um so but i was in a relationship in my early 20s uh for about three years so we did valentine's day every year with her and every year was a new tragedy so oh there was the aforementioned argument in the restaurant yeah. when she really didn't like right. it. There was the next year when I, I don't know if it was courage or if it was insanity. I decided we should go back to the same restaurant. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Really You're like a sadist or a masochist. <laughs> this is the one we like pain, a masochist. Um, <laughs> she was being uh, the sadist. Uh, <laughs> Did uh, she uh, kick off about the menu again? <laughs> no, we oh, were kicked off about everything. Oh, God. Uh, and then the year after that, we forgo- actually that was the nice of Valentine's Day. We uh, went to we we forgot it was Valentine's Day until it was Valentine's Day. So we went out and bought each other cards and Aww. wrote them, and then we got a Krispy Kreme donut. So that's nice. That's the closest <laughs> I've got to a nice Valentine's Day. But that was like a Minimal month letters, before but... we broke up or something. Oh. So you know, when a relationship at that point, you're like, I don't even like your company anymore. We've got donuts. <laughs> It's what she said to me as I cried. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's for my Valentine's Day donut. I'll get you a Valentine's Day donut this year. Any holes are gone. That's what I said to myself. <laughs> no, um, I love a glazed wing. <laughs> oh, but uh, so, no, I don't really have many good Valentine's Day stories, um, is the conclusion to that. Well, you know. No, but you know, it's not it's not a thing where I'm against it or anything like that. It has mainly been misfortune. Yeah. I think. Although something. although maybe there is something to be said for trying too hard, you know. Like, I think so, definitely. Like, the nicest Valentine's Days I've had have definitely been sitting in my pants at home with a ready meal, watching like my favourite book set. Yeah. And being like, here's a nice card and I've written a really soppy message to you. I think we're near the end now, but we want to finish on a sort of a happy note as we want to finish every podcast to remind ourselves that you know, love is real and we can be happy one day. Guys, and, you know, there's some, there's some <laughs> good stuff out there as well. Exactly. Um, so I was going to mention the fact that I've potentially got a couple of Valentine's dates. I don't know with who, because they're blind dates. <laughs> um, I'm not on dating at the moment, as, as I mentioned at the start. But um, there's a couple of things on Valentine's Day that they're doing at a couple of places. So the book club in Shoreditch is doing this social experiment where you ask a stranger 36 questions and see if you fall in love with them. I think it's part of a psychological experiment that they did in, in America. It literally worked. It worked. Yeah. Like, I know people on, like, like Twitter feminists um, who, like, have done this and have found yeah. someone. But apparently, I mean, t- two weeks ago when I signed up, 2,000 people had applied for it. And I think it's, like, 20 tables. <laughs> so, you know, my hopes aren't high for getting a space. Um... And the other one is um, I got an email from a chocolate company um, who run a few shops in London and the Chelsea branch um, are doing a similar thing where they try and pair you with a date based on your chocolate preferences. So you have to fill in a chocolate questionnaire 
So I've done that, and I may be paired with a chocolate lover, just like me, for Valentine's Day. Um, so yeah, tune in next time and find out how that went, or what probably happened is, you know, I got none of them and I just sat alone after going spinning and eating an M&S ready meal by myself and crying again to Bridget Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, no, I hope it goes like really well. Like, <laughs> good, good, I, I want you to get like a good story out of it, but like obviously you don't meet the love of your life because then this entire podcast concept is fucked. Yeah, that's actually so... true. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awkward, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, who else has got a happy story? Um, I, my coffee, uh, bleh. My copy of Dolly Alderton's Everything I Know About Love arrived Ooh, in the post yesterday. I, really I had it. Mm-hmm, I had it on pre-order. Big fan of her. I loved her dating column in the Sunday Times Style. Um, big fan of her podcast that she co-hosts with Pandora Sykes. Just love her Twitter presence generally. Really excited to read this book. I even, you know, promised myself I'd read one chapter before bed last night. It was gone midnight before we put it down. And I took my full hour lunch break today to go and sit in a cafe and eat noodles and read it. So you'd recommend? Um, yeah, I really would. Um, I mean, obviously I haven't got to the end yet, but it's a very like honest account of being 20-something and careening your way through the dating minefield that is London. Um, so yeah, no, uh, I would recommend. Great. I mean... Guys, help me out here. What do we mean by happy? Oh, you were Does Googling have... some Valentine's facts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was doing that because I couldn't think Patrick's of it. Patrick's going to be the info. <laughs> no, I didn't Google it. I just I just knew all this stuff. This is a really well-planned out podcast and we do lots of research. McDonald's offering romantic Valentine's Day tables for two with... Oh, yeah, there's the Greg's the one Greg's as one. well. There's the Greg's special Valentine's menu. Day menu. Oh. Yes, I wrote about no, the what? Greg's Special table. menu. So you can't even like get a good Mackey's. I'm furious now. Yeah, this is fucking outrage. This was supposed to be a happy story. <laughs> it's it's the sad. Another <laughs> fucking set menu. I think we're done. So uh, yeah, find us on the internet. Tweet yes. us at swipe right for love. That's swipe right for number four. Like we are text speaking love L O V E. And find us on any available podcast app. In theory. <laughs> if you're listening to this, it worked. <laughs> I mean, we know some of the ones we're going to be on, but we don't know all of the ones. So we'll put, we'll, we'll put, let you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know on a later I mean, day. You're listening to it now, so it must have been on one of them.